episode 57, Kyle Brown. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. Tracking down the finest alpha minds on the planet for you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Worlds they live by. For example, put the cookie down. Origins, biggest failures, fears, awakening moments, Yoda questions, yin-yang, the alpha round, and their wake-up question to finish. Make sure you follow us also on Twitter at Awaken Your Alpha to get all the details and keep in the loop. Follow us on Twitter and go to the Facebook group, like our page, and men, get inside that group. Just request, and I'm sure we have you and welcome you on in there. Get to the podcast. Okay, guys, today I have a brilliant, exciting episode. ESPN man coming on. We have Kyle Brown from the Empower Hour on ESPN Radio San Diego. Um, I was lucky enough to squeeze my way onto there just a week or so ago. And he's returned the favor. He's coming on here to awaken the alpha. So he's the man behind Fit365 Shakes as well. He's got his celebrity trainer. He's got all sorts going on. Um, so he's, he's playing a balancing act. And he's just, had, he's just had an addition to his family in the last couple of months. So he is a man, as he mentioned a minute ago, who's got a lot on his plate. And uh, <laughs> he's managed to squeeze this in for me. So Kyle, are you ready to awaken your alpha? Oh, I was born ready. Yeah. That's the answer. Is there anything you'd like to add to your bio? You know, actually, I've been learning how to take away from my bio because the more I put in my bio, the less time I have to focus on being really good at everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. Just one section would be good enough. So I want to talk a, straight away about like the, uh, the radio show because that's like right up to current times. You've had your Fit365 for a while when I first met you a few years ago. Um, tell us about the radio show, man. Well, so that's uh, my second newest baby. You know, I've got a five-week-old uh, baby, and this one's about 14 weeks old now. I have this new show on ESPN Radio here. Uh, we're based out of San Diego, but we are slowly starting the syndication process soon. And it's called the Empower Hour, and each week I bring on a different celebrity, pro athlete, rock star, rap star. I also bring on a different uh, health pro. Uh, pretty versatile in the sense of health pro, just yep. like yourself, to go over different f- top five related to yeah, the weekly topic. And yeah, unfortunately, I'm not in the rock star or celebrity state. I'm, I was the health pro. Still very cool. I'm happy with that, man. <laughs> just remember that the uh, rock stars and rap stars and celebrities are the ones who come and hire the health pros. So you might want to get the script on that on who takes precedence. I always say that uh, I have what celebrities pay for, not what they get paid to endorse. <laughs> like it, man. On that, that's almost your, a, a good quote, but what would you say is a, a good alpha quote that you like to live your life by? Honestly, I think I like to take pretty much every word that Albert Einstein said since the moment he was created. <laughs> I see Albert Einstein quote, and I realize if I were to highlight a book by his, I would just highlight every single page, so it would be a complete waste of time. But uh, one of my favorite that really kind of fits into uh, how I try to live my life with that balancing act is that life is like a Life is like riding a bicycle. To keep your balance, you must keep moving. Man, that's, uh, that's kind of how I like to go. I start my days like 3.30 in the morning, and I just start rocking, and I don't stop until uh, I get the whole, hey, get into bed. You have to be up in a few hours. <laughs> and then you probably get woken up as well by your newborn baby. Dude, I thought you was going to go. As soon as you said Albert Einstein and a quote, 
I was thinking of one just for you. I'm going to chuck one back at you. Out of clutter, find simplicity. Albert Einstein. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. I'm telling you, literally, I could pull out about every word that ever came out of that guy's mouth. He's awesome. We're going to go back to your origin story, story now, Kyle. So um, how did you get from little Kyle to ESPN Radio Kyle with a bit of fit 365 shakes in the middle? Ah, nice. Well, I got into the fitness industry when I was about six years old, somewhere between the six to eight year old mark. <laughs> uh, I, I don't have a overweight, emotional before and after transformation. I was born into sports, lifting weights, athletics. I've got a picture of myself, a before picture of myself with my dad at six years old doing a front double bicep pose. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I feel, especially the sort of industry we're in, sometimes I feel like, what am I missing? I'm missing a fat version of me. Like, that never happened, but that's just the way it is. You can't, you can't fake these things. You know, I'm thinking if I do have another kid, I'm going to gain the pregnancy weight just so people can relate to my transformation story. <laughs> I, I actually know. I actually know. Obviously, it happened, but I know there's been some trainers who definitely are like, Hmm, what can I do? And they've literally on purpose put on the weight because they know that's not their natural weight, put on a ton and then go, right, let's go for it and just hit their own training program or whatever so they can get their before and after photos. I'm just like, can't you just like have results with other people or if it's good, it's good. Like, you, do you really want to go put on a load of weight? That's like stupid. I'm all about being your authentic self. I think that's just, uh, that's the way to go. It's not like I'm going to go amputate my left leg off so I can relate to an amputated client. It's so we probably got up to about eight, six or eight years old. There's still quite a gap there, Kyle. What else happened? Always lifting weights. My dad was definitely a fitness inspiration for me. My first ever book was Franco Colombo's bodybuilding book. That's the book I remember reading cover to cover. And I always equated lifting weights to getting pretty girls. I remember I had the, the literally it was bigger than me almost, the Arnold Schwarzenegger's Encyclopedia of Modern Bodybuilding, and it was, it's huge. Oh, yeah. The, the only weight you need is that book in order to get around and get in shape. It's pretty easy. So, so yeah, basically, long story short, I've always been involved with it. Um, back in 1997, my dad had a pretty bad slip and fall. Uh, came to visit me at work, slipped on some black ice, went elbow and then head, got life lighted up uh, from Chicago up to Milwaukee, eight and a half hours of spinal surgery. And that was, that was a pretty big defining moment in my life. I realized at that moment that not only do you only live once, but that your health and your fitness, everything can be taken away from you in an instant. Uh, my dad was near paralyzed and still has some serious issues from it at that point. Party had to retire from being an eye doctor and he's involved with me actually on the Fit365 Shake business. But roughly around that time, I realized it was all up to me. It was on my own shoulders and uh, I just had to make something happen and find a way to incorporate my passions with uh, my income. Would you say that was an awakening type moment in this journey? Oh, definitely. Um, I've, I've had... Uh, awakening type moments on a very regular basis. I grew up in the town where they filmed the movie Groundhog Day. <laughs> That's just like, where is that, man? <laughs> so it's called Woodstock, Illinois. It's a town of maybe about 20,000 people. And uh, everyone's like, oh, I love that movie. It's so cute. And I'm like, yeah, you remember when uh, Bill Murray tried offing himself because he didn't feel like he fit in about two to 300 times? <laughs> There, I, I just finished my high school year's description, so. <laughs> oh, man. 
<laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> Around that time then, where did, when and where did 365, the, you know, because a lot of, there's a lot of guys obviously looking to build something, a business or get into fitness, but not everyone brings out, you know, a, a full on fitness nutritional shake. When did that you know, come around? So in uh, 2003, around 2002, I went back and I became a clinical nutritionist because when I was training clients, everyone was like, well, you know, lifting weights is 60 to 70% of the game. And then it switched to, well, you know, nutrition is 80% of the game and just do my exact bodybuilding diet. And then now it switched to, oh, mindset is 90% of the game. So if you tally that all up, we're at like 270%. <laughs> so, so I think we need to rework our mathematics for trainers. But, you know, basically what ended up happening was in 2003, when I was becoming a clinical nutritionist, I really was obsessed with natural health and ingredients. Uh, I have what I call reverse ADD. I get hyper-focused on one thing and kind of neglect everything else. Yeah. And I was hyper-focused on ingredients, and I was looking at a lot of the shakes and products out there, and I just realized that there were chemical garbage fillers. Yeah. And I've been choking them down since I was in seventh grade trying to, you know, having to wear a short sleeve shirt playing basketball. And I just knew that they could do better. So I have a cousin who has a very successful vitamin business, and my family kind of got together. They knew I could put something together. And from 2003 to 2005, I put all work aside. Uh, I stopped personal training clients for the most part. And I spent well over 100 hours a week just working on studying ingredients and formulation. And uh, we launched it there. That was very cool. And uh, so that was, yeah, 10 years ago now, kind of? Did it launch around 10 years yeah, ago? Yeah, about 10 years ago, we put it out on the market. And then we've... Uh, Constantly dug and tried to find the right resale medium for us. Yeah, is it is it in Whole Foods? Whole Foods at the moment. Or? Yep, we are definitely inside of Whole Foods. It's uh, a great uh, stepping stone. It's uh, it's an exciting place to be. Brilliant. So I mean, and I met you. I think probably about three years ago, maybe. Two yeah, years. it's uh, a seven feet event. Yeah, yeah, over in California. But I want to just know then. So, you you got this going on. You're training people. The radio show. Where did that come about, and how? Because that is very cool. Well, thank you. I uh, actually went to college for journalism, yeah. uh, kind of with a advertising and uh, marketing background, uh, not knowing that I would eventually end up taking those skills and bringing them uh, to fruition. I'd done a lot of TV and radio interviews, a lot of spots, a lot of uh, TV show pilots that I was supposed to be part of. But I really decided uh, I was kind of sick of all the TV shows and counting on other people. And just like everything else in life, I just made the decision to grab the bull by the horns and make my own. Um, so I was an interviewee on a show on ESPN radio. Um, and I love the experience. I love the energy. And I just saw the synergy between leveraging the relationship of a brand like ESPN with all my skill sets and a great way to impact more people. So I had a meeting set up. I pitched them the idea of the empower hour and it was pretty revolutionary for a station like that, that usually just goes into really deep depth about sports but I like to focus on what do you do the other 23 hours or not with your coach yeah. <laughs> and they loved it that is, yeah brilliant absolutely brilliant mate completely agree 
okay. Um, we're going to mix it up now. We're going to go for a little bit of a yin-yang round. So I'm just going to hit you with some randomness and you just make a decision and see where it goes. Improv comedy, I'm ready to go. <laughs> I don't know about the comedy, but we're, we're saying, we're saying it, could, it could go that way. Who knows? Okay. Oh, it always goes that way. <laughs> London or Paris? Dude, London. Had my uh, year there and my parents forced me to come back. I had reverse, eight, uh, reverse culture shock coming back, <laughs> dealing with obesity in the United States. It just blew my mind. Uh, you get accustomed to everything. Going from London back to Indiana just blew my mind. So London, <laughs> any way, shape, form, or day. Cool. Okay. San Francisco or New York? Family in San Francisco, New York. Uh, I could live there for a couple of days. I would get annoyed with everybody whining and complaining all the time. Look at that. I just pissed off like my entire uh, East Coast <laughs> contingency, but that's okay. ESPN, Let's get real. Yeah, the Empower Hour is not so popular in uh, New York now. No, but not I, anymore, I, but that's okay. I'll do the I same. Say, I, love you I, both. Yeah, I want to live in San Fran before New York. I love New York, but yeah, I want to go San Francisco, definitely. For similar sort of reasons, I'm, yeah, I'm a more of San Francisco type person, I think. Anyway, Schwarzenegger or Stallone? Uh, I would love to work with both. <laughs> if you guys are listening, uh, they're both incredibly impressive. Um, I would say for me, I, I've, I've always been a little bit more fascinated by the Rocky Balboa underdog story than I've been by the Schwarzenegger front double bicep. <laughs> no, it is a tough one. It's the, 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 the Rocky story is just different level. I love it. But. And I love the fact that he's, he did the similar things to what I've done. He said, well, there's nothing out there like what I'm doing. I can't get to work doing what I want to do. I'm going to create it myself. And he wrote his own story, said I'm going to star in it, and he made it happen. That, to me, is, is more impressive, to be honest. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm going to come back at you then. So this guy is in Austria, a little village in Austria, and he wants to be literally the man in California with the double bicep pose. That's, that's quite impressive. And obviously all his family thinks he's insane <laughs> for doing this. I think he was sneaking across the, Ger the border to Germany to do some, some front bicep poses and stuff. You have to be a little bit insane to be miraculous. You just yeah. have to be. And on top of that, it wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, it, he became a movie star as well. That's quite lucky. Back in the day, even in Austria, that was part of his plan. He was going to go, you know, obviously go across to America, become Mr. Universe, and then star in movies. And he married a Kennedy. So, yeah, he, he's definitely up there. And then, you know, if you're you talking that, what's better, gold or platinum. If you didn't have that silly law, he would be the president of the United States very soon, I reckon. Because <laughs> I think there's, some, there's a campaign I've seen it on Facebook trying to, uh, Arnold for president, trying to change the law so you can have like an, an outsider <laughs> become the president. Better than Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pee Wee Herman, <laughs> that, that is old school. Right. Okay, so I think we're done on the yin yang. I was getting there's some. In, we only did a couple, but that was interesting. You're gonna do. We're gonna do the complete blank around for me now. You're just gonna complete the blanks. Your best friend would describe you as. Ooh, my best friend was, would describe me as completely analytical, overly analytical. Last time you were drunk was. <laughs> Tuesday. In, Tuesday. In, uh, sorry, Wednesday in Orlando. <laughs> Nice. I was drunk. I was drunk uh, uh, watching security guards trying to tell police what to do, which was really funny. <laughs> what were you doing in Orlando? 
I flew out to Orlando to go speak at uh, the National Police Athletics League conference. Um, hopped on the plane, was sitting down ready to write my speech, and my laptop died. So I had to just kind of wing it, and I made sure that I started off letting those guys know that I was really proud of them this year for upgrading from uh, the jelly donuts to the pastries. They're moving one step away from the stereotype. <laughs> yeah, I spoke for about 220 uh, officers. Uh, who are just honestly amazing people who work with kids and uh, really defy the stereotype of uh, cops and attitude. They're the polar opposite. How, how did you get into that? Or is that just too much of a random long story? No, I can hit it really quick. I wrote a book called How Much Does a Zebra Weigh? Uh, which was all fitness, nutrition for yeah. teens. And that's actually something I'm still spending a lot of time. We're turning it into a program right now uh, for teens for fitness, nutrition, and health. And no, honestly, I think the only big difference between teens fitness and adults fitness is three things, which are excuses, excuses, and more excuses. Uh, the kids are a lot more pliable. They'll listen and, and they're ready to rock. So uh, that's kind of where I moved that. And the Police Athletics League, they represent about 2 million kids nationwide. You annoy people by? <laughs> Speaking the truth. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's come out a few times for people, definitely. Is there anything else? Do you like burp or fart a lot or anything? You know, uh, I, I'm big on branding and personal branding. Uh, so for me, the personal brand is is imperative. I even blocked my own mom from Facebook. <laughs> True story. She lives 44 steps from my house. So I, I say that with emphasis. She's in San Diego as well. Yeah, my parents moved out about a year and a half after I did, and oh, nice. mom and dad live right around the corner. But yeah, I blocked her from Facebook because I was so set on the personal branding. You know, you put something out there for people, and it they <laughs> your mom could chip in with no. That, <laughs> exactly, exactly. She would be like trying to get credit for everything, or she'd be just like, "Oh, well, you know, it's all because I changed your diapers." And I'm like, "Well, that just killed the integrity of my article." <laughs> oh man. That is awesome. Now, that's cool that they, it's nice like that you got out to San Diego. That's brilliant. It's, usually it's like, oh, it's a shame you have to leave some of your family behind, but your mum and dad coming out, that's brilliant. that's brilliant. They're the only ones here. Everybody else is really spread out between San Fran, uh, Israel, and Washington, D.C. All my, all my siblings are really spread out. The Facebook block. Interesting. I'm not <laughs> thinking about it. No, block cool. your own mom from Facebook. I'm lucky. My mom's not on Facebook. Well, she's, she is in spirit as in my dad's Facebook is my mum and dad's Facebook. So she will, yeah, <laughs> she finds out through there. I, I told her if she has anything she wants to say to me, pick up the phone or walk 44 steps. <laughs> <laughs> We've had quite a lot of fitness guys on here. I want to talk to you about, which I think is, well, personally, I'm doing the interview and I'm more interested in, so we're going to go over that. The radio, the interviews, how, well, we talked about a little bit of how you got into that, but what's the difference between you and every other guy who wants to come on a, like have a radio show on ESPN, I'm sure that would be quite a popular option for a lot of fitness pros in, in California, in America, in the world. What do you think set you apart? Was it, do you think the fact that you, the being proactive and took advantage of the fact that you were being on the show? Uh, I think it's definitely a culmination of skill sets. I yeah. think most fitness professionals, um, it, 
they tend to do something which is good for being a fitness professional, which is hyper-focus on fitness. Mm -hmm. They utilize that one tool as a religion, um, which is fine. For me, uh, I'm much more eclectic and holistic, and I've been that way for years and years and years. Uh, so my training is definitely in communication. How do you take complex concepts and simplify them into a way that is palatable for people? Uh, so that's definitely something I've been highly trained in. I'm much better in it in writing, actually, than I am in speaking. But these years of just constantly focusing and training on that have helped. And then the other side is I really look at big picture and making things work for people. I think a lot of personal trainers, uh, especially when they get started, they miss the boat and they say, do what I do. Be like me. Follow my path. I have this life. And I say, well... Do you have kids? No. Oh, okay. So you're telling me you need to get eight to 10 hours of sleep every night. So if my kid wakes up in the middle of, uh, of the night, I could be like, yo, go back to bed. I need my 10 hours of sleep. So I think for me, one thing that uh, has set me apart is I'm much more of uh, a chameleon. I, I use that word a lot. I even try to create a chameleon-like experience here with my personal training clients. Somebody walks in I put on the music they like. I use the colloquial verbiage that they use. Um, my body language replicates theirs. I really try to be in the moment. So then when I've got an interview going on, it's the exact same thing. I try to really match and mirror the people that I'm speaking to, not in a phony sense, but yeah. much more in a uh, relatable sense so that people will open up. Yeah. I know, no, I know what you mean. I mean, stuff like the yin-yang round and uh, the complete blank around. I, I don't always pull that out because, you know, like you say, like if you're talking to someone and you're like, it would really not fit, it would be just, I know it's a bit random anyway, but if someone you think, yeah, I don't think that's going to be their kind of thing or it just, it just doesn't fit. You just don't feel like doing it. I just don't always do it. But yeah, sometimes. I, I totally agree with you. And, and, and I, I learned really quickly the, to move away from the stuffiness and just not take life too seriously. And that's, that's helped me. You know, I actually just went and got a ton of blood work done. And I know this may seem random, but there is purpose behind it. Uh, I had a lot of fear because, you know, I'm working 100, sometimes up to 120, 130 hours in a week. And there's no reward for overworking. Uh, it, but it's just I juggle so many things. And so I was a little concerned. I'm like, well, I'm a little sleep deprived, you know, deprived. Where is everything? Uh, are my adrenals tapped? went and got everything checked and everything was phenomenal, um, wow. which I was really surprised about because of the sleep deprivation. Yeah. And uh, I know what medicine I use that really helps with that. And that's definitely the studying and the utilization of stand-up comedy. Um, <laughs> I've been obsessed with it for about the last three years when I started studying it and practicing it. And it's really just helped me not take life too seriously. And it transfers over into the show as well, for sure. Brilliant, brilliant. It sounds like we're in the alpha round anyway. So alpha round to finish. Could you start that off with a book recommendation for us? You know, I'll, I'll start really fast and tell you, I didn't really read books when I was younger. I didn't read a single school book really until college. Mm -hmm. uh, I read the Cliff Notes or I cheated. <laughs> but I'm obsessed with books related to uh, business and self-improvement. And one of my favorites is by Jay Abraham. Uh, he's got a book called Getting Everything You Can Out of All You Got. Phenomenal. He's the coach to people like, Tony Robbins and Mark Cuban and Brian Tracy. He coaches these guys. Uh, and that book uh, was a game changer for me. Dude, that sounds perfect. And no one's recommended that. And yeah, 
these coaches. I've read, it, guys, I've read it 20 times. Oh, that's so good. I've read it none, and that needs to be at least one very soon. What would you say is a personal daily alpha habit? And I'm going to take one away from you. I'm assuming you're working out every day. We've seen the photos. I know you, so that's out. What else do you do? Ooh, a personal daily habit that I do that... Uh, it keeps you on the straight and narrow, apart from sleeping, because <laughs> that's not a priority at the moment. Um, I punch Bob in the face almost every single day. <laughs> Who is Bob? <laughs> Great follow-up question. <laughs> You're like, because my dad's name is Bob, so if everyone thinks I punched my dad in the face, I'm going to get a lot of hate mail here. So Bob is actually the punching bag in my gym. Uh, it's body opponent bag, so it's one of those Bob punching bags. And I try to, most days, just really start it off by just getting some of that alpha aggression out of me. You know, if, if stress just sits there and piles up and builds up, uh, it's no good. I just like the flow of energy. So I wake up, I like to just kind of punch Bob a couple times in the face and at least that way I can handle the rest of my day. <laughs> I, I, that might, might have to be a little like intro to your episode. Just be like alpha habit. Just punch Bob in the face every day. <laughs> Bob. It doesn't matter. Find a Bob. <laughs> Someone Absolutely. Bob. Well, let me be clear. The reason I punch Bob and nobody else is because he has no arms and no legs. <laughs> he can't chase me back. <laughs> you can kick it. You can kick Bob's ass. There we go. Absolutely. Oh man, that's undefeated awesome. mixed martial arts champion is. I've only competed against Bob, but I am an undefeated <laughs> mixed martial arts champion. <laughs> In your own gym, that's awesome. Absolutely. The undefeated, right? Um, this is going to be an interesting one. I want you to think about this because I don't know where it's going to go on this. Can you recommend who I should interview next on the show? And I almost want two from you. You can just have like one, but that you think I can get or that you know, or someone who neither of us know. It's up to you. I mean, I'm interested, for example, say someone on your show in the last 14 weeks. Who is there anyone there in that who would be, you think would be good for the Alpha show? Actually, the first person when it comes to alpha that I would say would be a perfect person to interview has not yet been on the Empower Hour. Ooh. Will be in the next little bit, but he's somebody I could easily uh, get on the show and his story is mind-blowing. Um, I've known him for about five years and I've actually partnered with him. Uh, and the reason I would say that, uh, he's coming on the Empower Hour in the next little bit. I'm just going to headline his story, but... He truly has a unique approach to being an alpha male that that uh, will just leave you all warm and fuzzy inside. <laughs> and uh, it's the CEO of Perfect Foods Bar, Bill Keith. They're uh, pretty much the fastest growing bar in the in the country in the U.S. here. But his story is unreal. One of 13 kids. Um, they traveled around in their family van with their really eccentric dad, who is Jack Lane's nutritionist. Um, and the family story is just mind blowing. So I would say Bill would definitely be somebody who will just leave you totally inspired. That's awesome. So is he, is he one of your, sort of your I assume he's one of your sort of fitness wellness experts that are coming on with a celebrity. It, it, it's a good question to see where I'm, where I'm going to fit him in, in that sense. It may end up being, uh, uh, under one of the experts for sure. Um, you know, he's, he's becoming a celebrity in his own right in the next bit just with, with the explosion of their company. 
But uh, what yeah, about, I think. What, what about one of your celebrities? That sounds brilliant. What about one of your celebrities you've had? Because I've only I've skimmed over. I've listened to a couple of episodes, but I just was like, you had the guy from uh, Jerry Maguire, Jonathan Lipnicki. He uh, and yeah, he would definitely love to do it. Jonathan is as authentic as they get. I I have a lot of child stars within my network. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's it's pretty interesting, and Lip Nicky, uh, he's the kid from Jerry Maguire, uh, and he is not a kid anymore. He's no. uh, he's, he's, he's ripped. Yeah, he's MMA guy, and MMA. I didn't know he's MMA. Blimey. Yeah, he actually competes in MMA, and he he took high school years off because he wanted to be a normal kid, and he's now back into uh, uh, the whole thing. And the cool thing right now with Lip Nicky that would be uh, a great alpha interview is he's got a great head on his shoulders uh he pulled up in a really nice car uh over to my house before uh, we went to go hang out and he goes he goes yeah i know i know he goes this is this is my one little toy i am in my young 20s but i'll tell you what uh unlike my co-stars and other things uh you know i've i've done things right and i've uh invested right and i said you know how did how have you kept so uh financially grounded and he said it's because my dad's an accountant ah very rare for a child star to not be out there uh, letting everybody know how much money that they uh, used to have. <laughs> <laughs> this is some cool recommendations. Well, yeah, I'd, I'd love to get him on. He sounds brilliant. So uh, I'm going to try and get, obviously, as well, I've, I've been in contact with Mike O'Hearn, who's on the show with me, even though, obviously, recorded different times. He seems like a pure alpha as well. Oh, he definitely is an alpha. He looks like a, a one of those, like, Disney princes where yeah. you you feel very inadequate being around him. He's just like impressive, <laughs> but so down to earth and nice. So I can I see did. why he looked when one you way. Said, when you said I was on the show with him and I have a look and I had a look and then I was like, I hope you've got no shots of me with my shirt off. I don't want you putting me next to that. Oh, <laughs> I was like, damn. I was feeling good. Yeah, make sure you get the one of me in my suit or something. <laughs> I was going to get one with you playing with your kids because uh, – We'll, we'll do a before and after. You playing with your kids, you playing with the dog. It's a nice combo. That's cool. All right, man. Well, uh, man, uh, what's the best way people can get in contact with you? Through either social media. They can go to kylebrownespn.com. Um, find all my social media on there uh, through Facebook. Go to your Facebook and click on my links. That's yeah. really easy. I put them on, but dude, it's been brilliant. Um, I've really enjoyed this, as I say. This, I'm in the middle of my little month holiday, and this is for me. This is a perfect way to start the day. So yeah, I'm gonna go and do holiday stuff now. Chill. You know, you know, mo most people uh, when they do their month holiday, they think, uh, oh, if I'm gonna come to the United States, I'm gonna go to Los Angeles, or I'm gonna go to New York, or I'm gonna go to Hawaii. You're like <laughs> Traverse City. <laughs> I think you're the first official tourist in the city of Traverse City. That could be my mission. I imagine if I actually that could be an impossible mission. I'm gonna try and find another English person. So I'm getting some food and ask, have you got any you know any sauce? Like, you know, ketchup, mayonnaise, ranch, or something like that. If I ask for sauce, they don't understand what the hell I'm on about. They're like, sauce? What is this sauce? <laughs> <laughs> I've had someone get the manager before, because I'm and I'm, see, I'm I'm just like, I don't know what I sound I'm like you know, sauce, like tomato sauce. And they're like, 
this house? What is this? And they're like, they went and got the manager. And I'm like, look, it was in a situation where like, what else could I be asking for? There was nothing left. Well, I know uh, one of the terms for being really drunk is to be a little sauce. So maybe they, maybe they thought you were drunk and you needed a little help, like a cab call. We got a drunk English guy at the front. All they do is drink. Oh, he's drinking pints at 10 a.m. We're a little stuck. <laughs> I, I like this collaboration. I think this could be the first of many, man. So be good. Like, likewise, lots of fun. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. Check out this fantastic podcast. Do the little guy a favor. Subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. As part of us passing our 50th episode on Awaken Your Alpha and pushing on hard to 100 episodes, a closed Facebook group, The Alpha Way. Look onto, go onto Facebook, Awaken Your Alpha. Like the page and you have all the links in there. But man, we've got a little private group in there. All the updates and exclusive videos. And as part of that, you will now be able to post your questions to the upcoming Alpha interviews. Make sure you follow us also on Twitter at Awaken Your Alpha to get all the details and keep in the loop. Follow us on Twitter. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless.